Alright guys, so welcome to yet another podcast. Um, I'm here with Alvaro, you know Alvaro. Hi guys. Anyway, uh, today we're going to be focusing on the half-sensor race problem, because Otokar Fisher, he published a book uh, about half-sensor's card magic and also half-sensor conjuring. We're going to focus on the blue book for half-sensor's card magic. And in the back of the book, there are some ace problems. These are supposedly effects that half-sensor has performed one time or another, or actually I think used to perform a lot, although they're being called problems, because they're not... They don't know what exactly he used to perform or say. And also they don't know the exact method to it. So it's just effects that he thinks half Sensor has performed. And there's just very fake descriptions of effects, which gives us problems, which are interesting to us because it opens up the mind for imagination, but also for trial and error to see why are these things problems? How should they be like, and why is he using two cards instead of four? And you'll, you'll see in a bit what I mean with that. It's interesting to read and interpret. We're going to focus on this for in our Patreon as well. We're going to set up a study club to study a problem each month. And uh, with that being said, let's get into it. Let's go. So, uh, basically, in the appendix of the book, um, there are like 18 problems, mm -hmm. okay? It's like... Um, 18 facts that he apparently performed in the past. The, uh, Autocar Fisher uh, wasn't sure about the effect um, in some occasions, but mainly he didn't know the method. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, why I think these experiments are very interesting because if we talk about creativity, it's going to give us, you know, like a main plot to plot to develop um, work in this, in a very clear direction, you know, like trying to find a method to fulfill the premise. Um, there are many other. This is important for creativity because sometimes in creativity, we when you don't have like walls, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's in my opinion, it's harder being creative without walls that with walls because with walls you know what to do and you find like details and you find oh, that's interesting because um something a bit off subject but but i've also been studying a bit of blues music lately and like the blues schemes and stuff and then the guy who wrote the book he was actually saying in the beginning like well you might think that uh, being restricted to a 12 bar blue scheme makes you less creative and you have less freedom but actually there's a lot of freedom to be found within the scheme because because of those rules it gives you something to play with and because you have something to play with you have something to be creative with and it's aimed towards something instead of being something completely random yeah i think this basically gives uh, gives you know like the direction to go you know mm. where to go so for example if i if i tell you write a song it's like mm, oh my god yeah i can do whatever i want but at the same time it's like oops it's like too big you know but mm. if i tell you like could you write a ballad you know on c major about uh, a girl who is crying because um I don't know, and then you develop a story. Mm -hmm. Then you know where to investigate, you know, how to try to 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 get these sounds and everything. So in my opinion, this or is to the put same. that into a magical context, do an ambitious card without a double it. Yeah, that's what we have talked about a lot of times. You know, it, it was mm -hmm. one of the the challenges that that I used to to give to my students, like design and ambitious card routine with the techniques that you know, but you know, but you can't use double lift. And I think it, it is like quite interesting. So we have like 18 problems. If you want, we can start reading one by one, you know, um, there are some of them that in my opinion are like super, super interesting. I've done some of them uh, in front of an audience and especially I love uh, the one mm. with the, the, the cards and, and the uh, and the bill, you know, bank mm. bill. Um, but there are many others that I really like. Um, well, we can we can we can so do it. 
to give you an example of the problems, uh, the first problem is called the choice of suits. And mm -hmm. the problem is as follows. Eight cards are drawn from a pack and placed face down on the table. Someone will be asked to name one of the four suits of cards. The eight cards on being turned over will be all of that suit. Yeah. So uh, one of the questions that many people, you know, make themselves, it's like, first of all, why eight cards and no mm -hmm. five or 13? Well, we have to, to make a note here. At that time, Bex had, you know, like 32 cards. So it was like eight cards per suit. Uh, it makes sense, you know, but at the same time, it doesn't matter the number of cards. The, the important thing is like, the context and how you distribute, you know, the mm -hmm. um, the actions and the and the and the thing, you know. So in my in my opinion, like naming naming, okay, uh, a suit. It's very important. I'm not I'm not sure if Hofinger was asking to think of a, of a suit before giving the cards, okay. Mm -hmm. Or it was just just name a suit, whatever. Yeah, because I mean, if we have to believe the interpretation of the text, it says eight cards are drawn from the pack and placed face down on the table, and then someone will be asked to name one of the four suits of cards, right? So in the um, description, the cards are being named, or the suit is being named after the cards have been drawn. Now there are also some other things that we don't know, of course, which is like. Well, are there cards being looked at? The, does every audience member know the identity of the card? Or have they just picked a card and it's being put down and no one knows what it is until the person has said heart? And then how was he using it? Was it a, all those cards were picked, someone said hearts, and they were in some way maybe clairvoyant and they predicted what happened and they predicted sort of this coincidence? Or... Was this maybe a color change? Was it hearts? And then everything changed to hearts. But I think, like you said, the much more interesting interpretation is to first ask someone to think of a card, to, to ask this person, hey, just think of any card you want. Got it? Okay, just forget the number and just, just remember the suit, okay? And then let multiple people pick a card. This can be eight people, it can also be six people or 13, however much you want. And then this guy says diamonds, and then all the cards which the people hold are diamonds. Yeah. And I think, yeah. Why do you think that's more powerful? Well, it's for a simple reason. Simple reason. Mm. If, I, if I leave a card on the table face down, okay, me, I'm not mm. uh, asking for anyone to, to, to take a card. I'm just leaving a card mm. uh, face down on the table. And someone, mm names uh, a suit and the card that I left is the same suit this picture is the same that if I leave two cards if I leave five cards or if I leave 13 cards of the same suit and we have the coincidence okay so giving the cards to be cho uh, chosen okay before asking for someone to, to think of, of a suit my opinion is just you are accentuating like that that you have the skill or the ability to mm. to 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 them to select you know like the same suit or the cards that you want. But if you make someone to think of a card, uh, a suit, sorry, before you are accentuating that that this it's going to be very important. It's going to conditionate everything, you know. So like, in my opinion. It's, it is just an interpretation that the timing and the distribution of the actions here are very important because um, now having this, a thought card, mm -hmm. you have a challenge because you don't know anything about this. So from the beginning of the selections, every suit can be the selected one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's sort of like if you first let everyone pick something and then let someone say it, you're um, creating the idea that, that I can let all of you pick the cards I want and I can make you say what I want you to say, which is hard. 
And look, all you guys got hearts. But if you make someone think of something before it, so we say, for think of a suit, and then we do something, then, then there are multiple interpretations, which either he read the person's mind maybe, and then, then he did this thing, or it could still be interpreted as he influenced him to think of this, and then he picked this. But, but more ideally, with a proper presentation, it's they thought of something, and because they thought of something, this really big event happened. Yeah, because if if we if we ask it, if I say if I start saying, please think of a suit, but this person doesn't say anything, you know, mm-hmm. every suit is on, on the table, you know, it's like mm-hmm. anything can be can be selected, uh, you know. So then I have to make a decision, even if they think that I'm forcing or something like that. I have to do something, and I, I and I have to make a decision over the the cars to force or to 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 offer you know and and then when this person names the suit anything can can happen uh, you know like he can change his mind or, or whatever and at the same time it's like if you don't ask mm. before if you don't ask before the cars are there and you are just I'm gonna I'm gonna say something and I don't know if it makes sense. But yeah. Um what came up to me is if we let Cucumba. Them pick the card Cucumba. <laughs> yeah. If we make them pick the card by um if we make them think of the suit after the cards have been picked, then okay. essentially what we have shown is I can make you pick all these I can make all of you pick a heart and now I can influence you to say heart. <clears throat> That's what uh, that I was saying, yeah. Whereas if we um, influence or if ask them before to think of a suit, it's more sort of a mind reading, becomes more of a mentalism-ish piece where it's like, think of a suit, okay. And then they all pick a, they all pick a card. Now I'm so sure that I read your mind correctly or, or that I know what you're thinking of. Say your suit, heart, and then all of those are hearts. You know, so the context sort of changes or yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, yeah, totally. I I know what you mean, and I I I I agree. It's like, yeah, it, in my opinion, it changes everything. You know, mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, you wanna go with the second one because I have this funny. Well, no, but it's also with... interesting because the <laughs> the the first one where they pick the suit afterwards sort of has more of a feeling that I'm doing this because I can. Yeah. Well, we we can we can talk here about uh, my version of this plot if you want. That adds, I, in my opinion, adds something. It mm-hmm. can sound like typical, but at the same time, it gives like this random thing. You know, like there are mm-hmm. two people thinking of suits. One of them selects a card, and he forgets about the number or the value mm-hmm. he just thinks of the suit and the other person freely thinks of a, of a car you know like the suit of a car and the and the second person is is freely thinking okay mm-hmm. it's not uh, like and um and then there are like some selected cards on the table so when the first one says for example clubs Okay, is the suit. We turn. What card do you pick? The five of clubs, and you the king of clubs, and you the eight of clubs, and you the three of clubs, and you the ace of clubs. And that's like this. Then we turn everything over and we ask for the second one. You say, but imagine that the chosen suit, you know, were in like clubs. It would have been. And you say, what's your, your thought uh, suit? You say, diamonds. So I would ask you, what card did you pick? And the spectator is going to answer, the five of clubs. And I said, no, no, no. He's thinking of diamonds. So it would have been the five of diamonds, the eight of diamonds, the king of diamonds, the three of diamonds, and the eight of diamonds. So you're respecting the thing of respecting the values, but changing, changing the, the suit make something very interesting doesn't matter the the cars it's like more about the situations like 
you are doing like a coincidence, but giving the coincidence like something even stronger. It's like, yeah, they 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 chose some cards, but at the same time, mm -hmm. from the beginning there was a, a two chosen suits. What I think it's it's very powerful. Awesome. Well, well, let's go with the with the second one if you if you want. Okay. Second one, the changed cards. Two aces are placed on the table, a card is drawn from the pack, and the pack well shuffled. One ace will disappear, and in its place will appear the drawn card. This will again disappear, and the original ace return. So you told me that um this is probably where the half sensor's ace problem comes from because someone thought, hey, let's do this with four aces. Well, that's what, what people say, you know, it's like someone, I think someone thought like, yeah, we should, we should do it with the four aces. And someone mm -hmm. thought of like making the other ace travel to the, to the deck, back to the deck, uh, reversed. Mm -hmm. um uh, there's a very famous book I, I don't have it here i have it in london so sorry so i can't show you but there's a book uh, written by vicente canuto who's one of quantum uh, closest friends uh, um i think every magician from spain who loves card magic started with with that book and he has mm -hmm. a, a a piece of magic called viaje insospechado like unsuspected um, trouble, you know, something like that. And mm -hmm. um, effect is like simple, you know, like four aces, a selected card in the middle of the deck, one of the, one in, in the ace of the suit of the card is reversed between the aces, and then you spread the deck and the deck is face up and there's a face down card. And then we have here, what should we turn up first? The card in the deck or the card between the aces. So we turn first the card in the deck because it's an ace, and then you go to the aces and it's the this mm. card. Okay. Um it's a beautiful thing, beautiful plot. Um yeah, and it's very, very powerful. So when, when I when a lot I of people still play wrong in my opinion, but because a lot of people sort of um, don't give the audience enough time to assimilate what's happening. Yeah. And they don't respect the structure of the problem enough, the effect enough. <clears throat> so essentially, uh, for a lot of people, it's like they do this, like they, they wave the aces above the deck, spread it, and they say, look, one card is turned face down, showing me that your card is is this but but not asking anything and then they say but also look then one card in the deck is faced out this card is your card and the, the this card is the ace and this is your card okay but 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 respecting it much more and also giving the audience a role in it you should wave it put it down and then say okay watch and then you spread it and let's say the spade is face down and you just count those cards and on the spade, and you go like, what's your card of spades? And they go, yeah. Right? And then you take the deck, and you make the magical gesture above the ace, and you say, but but look, if we now do this, and you spread the cards, also one card in the deck turns face down. What was your card? We know it's a spade, but what was it? King of spades. And you look down, you wait a bit, blah, 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 the king of, wait, what? And it's the ace of spades. And, like, uh, and, and then you just look slowly over to the aces and you sort of wait for them a bit to realize that what the fuck, what's there. And then once they have asked that to themselves, don't have to say it out loud, just ask that question to themselves, then you turn it over. Yeah. Um, I think the interpretation that you made was the correct one. Like, respecting the timing and and I think there's also something related to this that you said that has to has to do with um the interpretation you know like the presentation 
For example, in the past, I developed a very weird and stupid, it was like a silly version, you know, interpretation mm -hmm. of the plot. But it, the intention behind this, I think it was like a good one, you know, like my idea was like creating, creating, you know, like this kind of movies where they follow like a deductive method to find the um, killer, you know? So I was having the four aces out and I was saying like, we're going to, uh, to follow a deductive uh, method to find your car. So I had the four aces face down and mm -hmm. I said, first of all, it, uh, we have to turn up to turn down one of the cars, not to reverse, sorry, to reverse uh, a card. Okay, so I had the aces face down and I, and I did like a, a, a move and all the aces were face up and i was saying but not all the aces just the one who makes a, who, who, who has the same suit that your car so then i waved the aces and i was asking what was your uh, your suit uh, the suit of your car diamonds and the diamonds was face down and then i wait i said and the same is going to happen in the tech but we need to to find more uh, more evidences so i was like kicking a little bit with the um, touching the deck with the aces, I spread the deck and there was one car face down in the middle. And I said, but we can't try to find more evidences because this uh, uh, face down car is between a three and a four. So three plus four is seven. Was a seven your car, the value of the car? I said, yes. So everything, all, all the information of the car, you know, was new. Uh, no, sorry, but, but the spectators before we were turning, you know, mm. so it was a deductive method. And then I was turning up the car, it was the ace, and then you went up to the... So I think it's like too much, okay? Uh, it's a bit, it's a bit um, too much, as in that, that now we've presented so much focus on that the car should be there, and it yeah. transposes, and all the things that happened before got lost. Yeah, so it's like too much, but at the same time, I think like the intention, like trying to to follow, you know, like a deductive thing. I, I think you know there's something else there. So after this mm -hmm. version, I arrived to my invisible cape uh, version that I've published in okay. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, it was the process. Um, uh, yeah, I actually don't really like Hot Fincer's problem. Uh, ace problem i don't i don't really like it at all because i have like a well, huge so problem here's, so here's the thing like i i do this problem i do the half sensor ace problem in my show um and i'm also in love with this i think it's called attack from helder called i think it's helder helder skelter um it's the four ace transposition on the um, true the, on the red mirror dvd the asymmetrical ace transposition which is an effect i love <clears throat> and i wanted to put it into my show and then, then there was this discussion in, in myself like okay but i want this effect in the show because it's a really powerful strong piece of magic but i already have a half center ace problem and essentially they're both transposition type effects so what are we going to do? And the only place for that piece in the show was right after the ace problem or right before it. <laughs> so that's already not great. And the most ideal place would be right before it. But then that transposition is much stronger than just one card going. So I was thinking a lot and, and eventually I decided to not do, do the Helder, to not do Helder's effect in the show and just stay with the ace problem. But but that was mainly because um, I have a presentation of the ace problem which focuses on a lot of symbolism, and the symbolism in it really built the story and built the plot of the show, and it was so strong that the symbolism was stronger than the effect itself, than Helder's effect, and because of that reason, I decided to keep it. But I have never liked it before until I found a proper story with a proper reason to tell it. Yeah. Um, 
because it's interesting right this effect like it can either be um how do we say it can be an effect which is either amazing if you present it correctly or you can do it as the first effect you ever do and you go like oh this sucks well i think i think it is like something that i said in the last post about anticlimax that i posted you know about a homing card plus plus sorry um some routines effects moments can work but doesn't mean like it is well done you know like all well, where structure for example gabby used to say when 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 he was gonna show the apparently the selective term it was the age he used to say a sentence similar to sometimes my wires get crossed you know like mm. like a problem in the machine you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i think he was saying this sentence because he was very clever for this kind of things, you know, like not for free. I think he was saying it because sometimes we reduce the conversation about this effect on the effects. But if you don't keep in mind like the phenomenon, uh, it's impossible to understand because it's a transposition, yeah, but but the A's, the, the, the car reverse between the A's is giving you some information and the deck is following the same steps than, than the A's. So maybe you, we should, mm -hmm we should think of uh, a parallel reality for the phenomenon phenomenon you know or something like we're in, like in matrix it, it is closer to to inception movie to than a tr transposition mm -hmm. so if we reduce everything to to the effect okay but i will i would love to go deeper just because i'm honest with myself and i say mm -hmm. i'm not prepared to 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 avoid or to, to handle this, I prefer to develop something different, like my invisible card uh, piece. And um, and yeah, I, I'm still working on how things are say problem, but I'm still a little bit lost. Yeah. Well, next one, we have 18. I don't know if, I think we yeah. have to, to rush. <laughs> Oh, we don't have to go over all of them. Yeah. My fault. <laughs> Your fault. Oh my god, Olga. Oh. Okay, so the next one. The cigarettes packet. A card is drawn as shown and placed in the cigarette packet held by a spectator. A second card is drawn. On command, the card in the cigarette packet will be found to have changed places with the card in the conjurer's hand. Yeah. And the interesting thing to, to start off already with is you have the Spanish edition, which is also translated from a German edition. And yeah. you said that in there it says cigar box rather yeah. than cigarette packet. Yeah, it's a cigar box. And um, yeah, thinking of this, this last taste, I, I realized that I, I would leave the car inside the box, face up. Really? But uh, let me you tell you why. I question about this. Then yeah. You said you, you said I was wrong. It should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I would open the box against to the to the audience, so they they wouldn't see the car. So I would show it just to the spectator next to next to me, asking, "Is it the the other car?" Yes. And then I would turn the box and leaving it on the table that's why if not i would leave it face down yeah right because this this other strategy leaving it face up is like more mentalism strategy about showing it first and then asking and i think mm -hmm. this is the right way but but yeah i i guess like with the cigars you have all the cigars in the box so maybe if you leave a card on top of the cigars and something falls, so you change or whatever. He's respecting after the change, you know, mm. um, the picture of the of the cigars with a card on top. And I think that's very powerful. Yeah, but at the same time, like um, like 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 I said, like here in the English text, it says cigarette package. But I think uh, thinking about this cigar box makes much more sense if we think about 
where did half center used to perform for the upper class people for the doctors for the smart people for the people that enjoyed the parlor and then a fancy box of cigars is much more likely to have been there than a box of cigarettes and at the same time if we are thinking of this why does he use a cigarette box because half center definitely had the knowledge of duplicate cards i mean this this man was a genius he was using freaking gaff cards and he made gaff cards where you could see through um although that's a bit of a mislead because today we have to make gaff cards where you can we have to make the gaff so that if you shine light on it we can see through it yeah back in the day if you held a card in front of a candle you could actually see through it nothing to do with making it special because now we have to remove the middle layer and put the front layer of another card in there and then the other card on top but but back in the day half sensor could just draw a card remove the front layer put another front in front and then or have another card drawn and glue that on the front and this would be the your see-through card of course you would only have to take care that the pips of the first card um would overlap the pips of the middle card so that if any light would shine through it wouldn't flash until the back was shown with the candle that being said uh, he had definitely had the know-how of duplicate cards and that gives the question why did he use a cigar or a cigarette pack or cigar box we're gonna go with cigar box fuck the cigarette package why did he use a cigar box because we could do the classic today where as for someone opens up their hand other hand goes on top and the cards transpose unless someone picked the card opened the box themselves and put that card in the box and then closed the box so what if the card never went back to the deck right then it makes sense to use a cigar box the box was gimmicked yeah and then the cigar box makes much more sense in a cigarette package um, well, I think, yeah, the, the main thing is like this, um, I'm referring to the upper class, I think like cigars is, are like uh, a, an element, a special element, you know, for the upper class. Do you know, like when Hoffinger was performing, Schubert had to, to cancel his shows because Hoffinger show was sold out and people preferred to go to Hoffinger show than Schubert. Do you know Schubert, the musician? Like maybe I, I no. maybe it is um pronounced like this, like Schubert or yeah. It doesn't Schubert. really ring a bell, no. Um Franz Schubert. Yeah let me let me show you maybe mm. this. Yeah, yeah, I, it doesn't ring a bell. Well, so a very important. <laughs> I love his music. So it doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, well, so so yeah, um, and actually, Hoffinger was using. Please, your hate comments in the comments below. <laughs> uh, actually, Hoffinger was using on his show a picture of a flamenco dancer from Spain. Hmm. Yeah, it was uh, as well. Yeah. Well, let's go with the next problem. Mystery next problem. The mystery of the King of Spades. Next problem. I don't have enough money to pay my bills. <laughs> Imagine. Help, we're being cut off of internet. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so next problem. The mystery of the King of Spades from four packs take four picture cards e.g. king of hearts king of spades knave of clubs and queen of hearts the packs are placed face down with their backs towards the audience the conjurer shows the king of clubs in his hand it disappears next the conjurer points uh, points to one of the four packets it shows it now has the king of clubs the remaining three cards will also be found to to be clubs in order, e.g. Jack, Queen, Ace. Finally, the original four cards will appear elsewhere. Yeah. 
Well, it's similar to anywhere, nowhere, right? A bit, but he uses four packages, right? So they're packets of cards, rather. So it's it, it has a bit of a feeling of everywhere and nowhere, but at the same time, he's using packets. So it has sort of this uh, feeling of... In, um, in, this, in the Spanish edition, it just says, like, cards. Like, you put, like, four... Yeah, you put, like, four figures cards in... Um, oh, from four packs, take four picture cards so but but wait does that mean like from four different decks take four times the king of hearts um no um look the spanish edition says like you put like four cards mm -hmm. figure figures okay cards in 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 a stand okay Mm. Um, for example, kings of hearts and diamonds, and jacks of uh, the jack of clubs, and the queen of hearts. Doesn't matter the cards. Okay? Mm -hmm. You rev you turn around the um, the stands, so the audience is seeing the back of the cards. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, the magician shows a king of spades and mm -hmm. the king of spades vanishes finishes okay mm -hmm. um, so the magician ask, asks to someone to point one of the, uh, the the cards in the stand and this card transforms into the king of spades then mm -hmm. the rest of the cards transforms into kings of spades Finally, these cars uh, transforms all of them to their original identity, and the king of spades appears in a different place. Yeah, but that's interesting because here it's then like sort of the same, but this stance is not mentioned, which sucks. Um, but also, like it says, next to conjure points to one of the four cards and shows it's not a king of clubs, right? The mm. remaining three cards will also now be found to be clubs in order in other words jack queen ace i don't know well mm -hmm. i don't know what, what i can say it's like he was using double indexes cards it was typical on his magic so mm -hmm. it's easy to think maybe he, he has an ace. he had an ace and having having a maze, it's easy to make a top change to have like the cover and them showing the rest of the cards together having the ace on, on the face as a cover. Okay, thinking of the method, mm -hmm. I think that it, it's a strong plot, you know. Yeah, so yeah, but like, it feels very much like everywhere and nowhere, pretty much. It's that effect. Yeah. Well, let's go with this with the next one. Okay. Number five, the five changed cards. Five cards are drawn, then shuffled into the pack. On being asked, the conjurer produces any one of the three chosen cards. The other two of these three are removed from the pack and changed to the two remaining cards, which were shuffled into the pack. Thank you so, for the great translation, Autocar Fish. Well, it's shared. Shared. And, and there, mm -hmm. there is a, a after okay, him, yeah. after Shopee, there, there is another one who, who, who made a better translation. I don't remember now the name. I, my brain is not different. Well, uh, here, the five cards that transforms, okay? Mm -hmm. The audience selects five cards and they are mixed on the, uh, with the rest of the deck. The artist mm -hmm. makes appear three cards, okay? And mm -hmm. these three cards are three of the five selections, okay? Mm -hmm. And then from these three cards, he picks two of them, and these two cards transforms into the two cards that were missing. Which look makes much more sense. Rather than saying, 
I have cartridge drawn, then shuffled into the pack. On being asked, the conjurer produces any one of the three chosen cards. Wait, wait, what? Any one of the three chosen cards? You just said there were fucking five cards. Okay. Then the other two of these, three are removed and changed into the two remaining cards. Essentially, the effect being five cards are picked, returned to the deck. Three of them are produced. And then two of these three are picked to be transformed into the two last cards. Why do you think he uses five cards? Why not four? I think like um, odd elements and odd um, um, parts in a structure. It was like the 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 classical structure, and I think Hoffinger had notions on it, you know. And I think everything like because four, it's okay, but. But having you know like the fifth like the fifth one you know to 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 make it like something like more random or something maybe was giving him you know like cover or I don't know yeah but that's interesting because um, I would say that st structurally four might be more pretty because it's um, two cards are are found in any way, produced, and then they're changed into the other two cards. Um, but but in some way, this structure gives more free choice because there are five cards, and then from those five, three are produced, and then you can pick, well, yo, which two are we going to use? Those two? Okay, and then bam, those two are changed into the other two cards, which gives more free choice in some way. Yeah, it's... it's it tell me tells me something, you know, that I, I mean, I need my, I, um, I look ready, you know, like, imagine this, you know, this situation, mm -hmm. a salon, okay, with mm -hmm. upper class people, um, there are these kind of doctors and lawyers and important men with their women, you know, their wives. And mm Hotfinser -hmm. um, asked to someone to pick a card and then to another man and his wife, and another man and his wife. So he finds three cards and then he says, well, this card and this card were like the wife's cards. So they are going to transform into husband's cards. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So maybe the symbolic thing you know it's a symbolic transformation you know right so so but 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 i'm trying to to find you know a reason mm. so i i'm i'm just i'm not saying like it was like this I'm i just like, thought like like the wives are gonna ask us honey why did you use five cards and he's like i don't fucking know you <laughs> 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 have it would have like Imagine, you know, like Hopfinser's wife at home, like, honey, why do you make them select five cards? You can shut up and kiss me. <laughs> like, he didn't have any answers. <laughs> shut up and kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, number six. Oh, wait, we just. Blank yeah, card, wait. right? Yes. Carte blanche or the blank card. A yeah. card is drawn and shuffled into the pack. Now the conjurer will show a blank card or a white sheet of notepaper. Slowly, a picture of the drawn card will appear on the paper or the blank card. So that's interesting. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. It uh, reminds me of there there is this this movie called the illusionist and it has uh, a scene in the movie which is very similar to this where a painting just appears to be painted like right before you yeah and i had a theory on this because there are there are some um <laughs> there are some 
liquids and stuff which only become visible when they become wet yeah but they they, they even had you know in the past like this kind of cards with the um, the thread here you know so you were pulling them and the pips mm -hmm. were moving and making it so mm -hmm. we don't know i think it depended on on the illumination of the of the place Mm -hmm. We don't know, or maybe Autocar Fisher was like too motivated to to describe just a simple color change, <laughs> but but Hawkins are just interpreting like this. Uh, yeah, the feeling like like painting the car, like I don't know. I don't... Yeah, but what makes it interesting also is that it says um, we're a white sheet of note paper. And also when he says slowly a picture will appear, it, 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 like in my mind, like I just see him holding a card and just go. Yeah, yeah, like like the invisible ink that, that is visible when you put some fire close, right? Mm -hmm. This kind of things. Yeah. yeah, do you know this kind of pens that come with um, a rubber band on the top? Sorry, a rubber. On the top, and yeah, you the, can the, the friction pens. Yeah, so if you if you add some some warm, uh, some some hot, you know, like uh, mm -hmm. you can you can remove the ink from a paper. Yeah, yeah those are called friction pens. Yeah, I think I have one here. Let's see. Um, so I bought one when I was young. And then recently I saw some <laughs> some company trying to sell these on Instagram for like <laughs> nope. Some company trying to sell these pens on Instagram for like twenty-five to thirty euros. Two hundred euros. <laughs> no, but like thirty-five. Like I was like thinking of posting under it. Like, yeah, but dude, what the fuck? Don't get these. These things are called friction pens. And when I was a kid, I bought them for three euros. <laughs> I is it this? Oh yeah, there we go. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so here, um, it's these things, they're they're called uh, pilots friction ball, and essentially just to show you. Yeah, like so here we have a beautiful look, look, letter from Alva. Write a six with a normal pen. And then complete a circle, yeah, like yeah, making an eight, eight with eight. the other one. Exactly. So I, I'm afraid that this pen is going to be blue and the other one is going to be black, but we'll see. Well, it's going to make it like more evident. It's a color change. <laughs> yeah, wow, this looks like shit. But hey, look, there we go. <laughs> Okay, is it a penis? Yes. <laughs> you know I'm a good friend because you gave me this beautiful letter and I'm gonna burn it. So, these things. Better from behind, I think. Oh, better from here? I think from the front you look fine. Yeah. So yeah, essentially what this shit just does is it gets removed and it becomes hot. That's why it's called a friction pen because at the end there was like a friction rubber and if you rub over the pen it removes the thing. So also here it says hello. And then appears good. Go Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> exactly. It's gone. Um but nice. yeah, so this could have also been something that could that could have worked. Although it says he had a blank piece of paper, which which if he had a black one we knew how it worked, but we had a blank one. Nice. Okay. Could you also make this ink in white? Yeah. That's the question. 
be nice. Because he was known to use candles also. So, hey. Okay. The magic finger ring. A card is drawn and shown and will suddenly appear in a finger ring held by a spectator behind his back. So then what do I have to imagine? Like a card is someone takes off their ring, holds it is behind their back the whole time. Well, someone picks yes. a card and when they look, there's like a card inside the finger ring rolled up. Yeah. So, but maybe maybe the, the ring is with a, with a rope or something like that or a thread. With a know? necklace or there's something around the ring, we don't know. Yeah. The Spanish edition says a chosen card appears rolled in in a in a land uh, finger ring. A borrowed finger ring, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, in a borrowed, yeah. So it mm -hmm. doesn't say anything about that's you know, the, in the back or. No, I gotcha. But it's okay. But no, but that's but oh, it, it doesn't say anything about behind the back. No, no, no. Hmm. But it's very interesting if the car appears very. Oh, but it's still interesting because it appears like a finger. So the ring is around it, which is borrowed. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, next one. Strange harmony. A spectator will be asked to draw a pip card from the rest of the pack. Two more cards are drawn. The pips on these two cards will be added up to the number on the first card. Wait. A spectator will be asked to draw a pip card, right? From okay point. From the rest of the pack, two more cards will be drawn. The pips of these two cards will add up to the number on the first okay, yeah. So a card is drawn, for example, the eight of spades. Two other people pick two fours, which make eight. Well, in, in the Spanish edition, it's a little bit different. A spectator mm -hmm. cuts a little packet of, uh, of cards from the deck. Mm -hmm. From the rest of the deck, the magician uh, asks to someone to pick two cards, okay? Yeah. The addition of the values of these two cards is the number of cards that the, the other person cut. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, yeah, that's much better. So, I have I have a, a version on, on this plot, um, but the thing is, it is more or less the same than many others who had developed the same, like Danny da Ortiz, Miguel Angel my, my friends on, on this, all of us, we had like the same solution for, 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 for this. Mm. Okay. You know, now I really want to actually just get the original German version of the book. Yeah. Well, Magic Christian has done like a lot of um, work on, on this, you know, so we should get like mm -hmm. magic crystals. Yeah, and he has clarified like a lot of things. Actually, I don't know if, because I think the plot is like very, but very, very, very interesting. And, um, and there's something here in this, in this plot that- Wait, what? what? We have the half censor book in the- <laughs> Library of the King of the Netherlands. But no, yeah, go go on. But 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 which one? Like, my um, the the German one. Really. The Cartoons. Yeah. Long long life to the king, right? <laughs> Isn't. Uh. Uh, let me see. 
Fuck, I'm making something wrong. Oh yeah, so mm -hmm. so so much wrong. Good job. Let 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 yeah, I got it. Because I think this is going to clarify a lot. You know the um, mm. what I want to. What the fuck is what's going on here, guys? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck are you doing, dude. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to. You can't see anything. Maybe like this, more or less. Good job, Pablo. We can still not see anything. Well, maybe but the glass. But you're doing fabulous. Can you see the glass? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this uh, this is going to be my prediction. Okay, and yeah. so someone um, uh, someone shuffle uh, shuffles the deck. And uh, cuts the deck as well, okay. And someone cuts a packet of cards. So tell me a mm -hmm. stop. It has to be like less than the the half because I don't have much cards. Auto. Here, okay. And we leave uh, this. Maybe fuck. I I can oh, let let me move the cards. I'm going to to leave the packet there, and I'm going to grab this two, okay. So we have. A mm. uh, 10 and a jack. So the addition is 21. 21. Okay, so let me count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Mm. Yeah. Now you see, I feel this is nice, but, but at the same time, it needs like a second and third phase. Yeah, probably a second one, but. but That's nice. Well, one of my favorites is the next one. I think it's the, one of the best. Mm. Cards Let's and see. banknotes. A pip card is drawn from the pack. Then several banknotes are shown and one is chosen. The pips on the card will add up to the sum of the numbers on the banknotes. Which essentially means that the pips of the cards will match the barcode on the banknote or the serial number. Well, in this case, like <clears throat> some cards are chosen, some cards. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you make the coincidence with with the the addition of the numbers of the of the of the mm -hmm. nodes and the addition of the values of all the cards. Yeah, yeah. So I've adapted this, you know, like like making the coincidence of the serial number. What do you mean with the, the addition? Like, let's say that the value of all the numbers on the node combined is 50, and then also the combined number of the cards is 50? No, like, you know, every, every node has a serial number. Yeah, I understand. But you said addition, so you add them to each other, which... Does yeah, this like mean that in this case we would do 0 seven, plus 7 six. plus 6 plus 7 yeah. plus 3 plus 6 plus 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 yeah, plus? Yeah. Okay. And then the the final number, you know, like the, the, the solution of the addition, mm. you know, it's equal to the solution of the addition of the values of the selected cards. Mm. Okay. I, 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 I do something different, you know, like I have the serial number and I have some selected cards in a glass and they are saying mm -hmm. like nine, two, nine, uh, seven, like many other magicians, you know, like Rubialis to that, does mm -hmm. that, and uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think this is um, a nice place to stop and we can continue yeah. the other ones next week. Yeah, because it's quite late. So I'm getting a bit tired. And, uh, yeah, um, it's Otherwise, a lot. podcast info. is going to be really long, also. Yeah, it's going to be like a, an audiobook. So, Welcome yeah. to the Invisible Practice Audiobook. <laughs> so, thank you, you so much, guys. Right? <laughs>
<laughs> for for being with us today. Uh, we will we will continue next week with doing the rest of the problems. Um, we will start to work on the problems for for Patreon followers. So if you are not in Patreon, you should because we are going to share like new things, new historical podcasts, and um, yeah, and I think it's going to be like very nice because we are going to be jamming with some followers from the picture right yeah exactly that being said i want to thank our patreons kit oldman renan kamal daniel trill hong lim mohammed nayat kwarion fritz alkamade jevry van vliet radak pekni and steve brownlee and we hope to see those and johan which has our paid been our patron before we were ever born. See you guys next week and have See a great you. one.